year seven of the You're Down with CTE Fantasy Football League. This is the Commissioner's Report. 2022-2023 has to be different. We have to dethrone these chapin motherfuckers who cannot stop running their mouth about their championships. So rise up, Greenwood, and let's get on to the report. All right, welcome in everyone. Uh, my apologies for this being the first time getting the podcast out in a couple weeks. We obviously had Thanksgiving. I was super busy last week. Everybody's going to have stupid ass conspiracy theories about the fact that only I only want to do it when I win. That is obviously not true. There have been plenty of broadcasts when I've lost because hell, I've lost seven games this year. So don't give me that horse shit. But anyway, I have to move quickly because there is so much stuff to break down. Um, that um, I, I, I want to try and get to it without keeping you on a 30-minute report. So, <clears throat> let's run through the games last week. Hans improves to 7-6. and six. Curve, the violence falls to 5-8 and eight when Hans beats Curve 105.5-100 to 100 in what looks to be the closest game of the week. The next closest game, Singus King improves to 10-2-1. He is first in the Tupac division. Fig Jam falls to six and seven. Final score one twenty-two to one fourteen point five. Fuck all y'all gets a huge win, improving to six and seven with a one hundred three point five to ninety-one point five victory over Saturdays, who's still holding on to first place in the B division, but falls to seven and six. Rick James improves to five and eight. Uh, with a 111.5 to 63.5 over Harambe, who is having uh, a disappointing end to the season. And finally, Del Boca Vista improves to 6-7. and seven. God Age Jags falls to 6-7, and seven, 138.5 to 109. Let's take a look real quick at the standings. This is what we know. Singh is King is the Tupac Division champion. Not only will he not have to pay his league dues, but he will also get an extra $50 on top of that. What's huge behind him was Hans's win this week, a surprise win after it was not looking good going into Sunday night football, or excuse me, Monday night football. Hans is at seven and six by himself in second place. There's a lot of scenarios to unpack there. Harambe at six, six and one. That one tie is either going to be his saving grace or his death sentence. We'll see. Fig Jam at six and seven, joining three other teams on the other side at the record of six and seven. Rick James improves to five and eight. Saturdays still leads the Biggie Division at seven and six. However, the division is not locked up for Saturdays yet. Del Boca Vista at six and seven. Uh, God Age Jag six and seven. Fuck all y'all at six and seven. And Curb the Violence at five and eight. Okay, let's talk real quick about the games that are coming up. Um, this week, <clears throat> you pull this up. I forgot to pull this up real quick. Okay, so teams on a bye this week. This could impact fantasy for sure. The Falcons, the Packers, the Colts, the Saints, and the Commanders. Those are the teams that are on a bye in the final bye week of the season. The games that are coming up this week. Okay, there are a couple of interesting things here. This is the week where you're not playing any division opponents. So all the division records that you see are locked in. Remember, the tiebreaker is first head-to-head, second is division record, third is points. Um, All the division records are tied in, are are, are in. 
At this point in the Big E division, Saturdays owns the best division record at 5-3. and three, Along with, uh, let me make sure that I'm telling you right. Along with Fuck All Y'all at 5-3. and three. On the West Coast side, obviously, Sing is King has the best division record, 5-2-1. However, Hans, for break, uh, tiebreaker purposes, at 5-3 and three there. Okay? Next thing. We have already said this. There are four teams that are 6-7. and seven. None of the 6-7 and seven teams are playing each other. That's a key. Next thing. Every game on the slate is a cross-divisional matchup. You are playing someone from the other division, and it is the one opponent from the other division that you have already played this year. You've already played them once. So tiebreakers can be involved with that as well. Next interesting thing, the first go-around in these particular set of games, the Tupac division went four and one against the biggie division in these particular games again these opponents facing each other again let's take a look at who those are del boca vista at six and seven versus hans at seven and six week five hans won that game 131.5 to 78 it was a blowout fuck all y'all at six and seven versus rick james five and eight uh, in week run, week one, Rick James ran away with that one, 128 to 105. Rick James is now six and three all times, all time versus fuck all y'all in the regular season. Saturdays at seven and six going up against Fig Jam. Saturdays is five and two all time. Excuse me, excuse me, five and three all time versus Fig. After Fig Jam won the first go round, the week two matchup, 118 to 78. Very clear and to the point. Well, I'll get, get to that in a minute. Jags at six and seven, taking on Sing is King at 10, two and one. Sing is King won this matchup, a low scoring matchup in week three, 86 to 80.5. So those first four games I mentioned, the Tupac division team representative won those games the first time they played. The only victor of the Biggie division was Curve Your Curve the Curve the Violence versus Harambe. Um, Curve at five and eight versus Harambe at six and one. And week four, Curve won 125 to 89.5. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's get into this. Do I need water? Okay, this is a full disclaimer that I need to go ahead and express to you all now. Any information that I give you here may not be correct. I've tried my best to break it down, and essentially this is my perspective on what the information is that I'm about to share you. I'm trying to share with you each team what they should be pulling for as far as a desired outcome in order to best give them a shot at making the playoffs. Okay. I did not include everybody. Eric is obviously, uh, or excuse me, Singh is King is obviously not a part of this, but I think I broke down everyone, every other team, because that's kind of where we are with this. Okay. If Saturday loses, excuse me, let me, let me start over again. If Saturday's wins, uh, wins the division. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. There's no way that anyone else can catch him if he gets to eight and six. 
Okay. So Saturdays obviously just wants to win and you're good. You get your one seed, you get your buy. However, if Saturdays were to lose, that means he would fall to seven and seven. So what are the tiebreaker scenarios depending on what the other teams do? Remember, we've got a bunch of teams here. Hans at seven and six. He could end up at seven and seven. Fig Jam could end up at seven and seven. Fuck all y'all could end up at seven and seven. Gotti's Jacks could end up seven and seven. Del Boca Vista could end up at seven and seven. Del Boca and Hans, one of those two is not going to be seven and seven. One of those is going to be six and eight. Okay. So a lot of different things can happen here. If Saturdays were to lose, my what it appears like is that two teams, if they won, would have a shot at the division. That would be Del Boca Vista. Del Boca Vista uh, was 2-0 in the season series against Saturdays. And uh, fuck, um, fuck all y'all has an outside chance on this. And this is why. Um, Saturdays has 1,342 points to fuck all y'all's 1,284.5 points. I don't know. Still pretty big point spread either way. Um, They split fuck all y'all and Saturday split the season series and they have the same division record. The division record, as I stated before, that's not going to change. But Saturdays is ahead in points. So essentially, now if Saturdays were to lose and... Um, I, if Saturdays were to lose, I think he essentially wants Del Boca Vista, the commission to lose as well. Um, and then he would be locked in because he owns the tiebreaker over the Jags. Um, and he has a, he's clear of curved violence as far as record is concerned. So either Saturdays wins to win the division or if Saturdays loses he needs Del Boca Vista to lose to win the division um, as far as other playoff seating so if he were to lose the division um, again he owns the tiebreaker over Jags because he owns the season series head to head as I said before he pretty much owns the head to head he owns the tiebreaker over fuck all y'all because he's so far ahead in points at this point as far as Fig Jam um he, uh, that is his current opponent coming up this week. Um, so some things have to shake out there, but if they were to end up tied as far as same record, if Fig Jam was to win, um, as far as seeding is concerned or order into the playoffs, Saturdays actually owns the tiebreaker there because of a better division record. Okay. Um, and he owns the head-to-head matchup with Hans if Hans were to lose. Um, so again, Saturday's wins. Um, if Saturday's wins, he he's obviously the division champion and he's good to go. If he loses, I see at least four tiebreakers on the board that he has control over. The only tiebreaker he does not currently have is against the commission because he um, fell 0-2 there. Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about Hans, who is currently 7-6 and six in second place. And again, ESPN giving him a 90% chance of winning. Uh, let's just say if he were to end up with the same record as Fig Jam. Um, he holds uh, 
he holds the lead um, over Fig Jam 2-0, so he has a tiebreaker over Fig Jam. Um, over Del Boca Vista, again, they are playing this week. If Even if he were to lose to Del Boca Vista, he would have a seeding advantage over Del Boca Vista because division record. Um, his record within his division is better than Del Boca Vista's in his division. So if Del Boca Vista does not... Um, does not win if if does not win the um, division, and we've already talked about those scenarios. Then Hans would get a higher seed because he owns a tiebreaker over him. Fuck all y'all. He uh, again, we're talking about Hans here. Hans, if Hans ends up with the same record as fuck all y'all, um, he lost to fuck all y'all in week six. Um, so fuck all y'all owns the tiebreaker there. Jags. Uh, he lost to Jags in week eight. Um, and then Saturdays also lost head to head. So fuck y'all, all y'all Jags Saturdays, um, has a tiebreaker ahead of him as far as seating is concerned. But see, the issue is, is that other things are tied into the equation. It's just not straight that because then, you know, what's fuck all y'all status with Saturdays or Jags with fuck all y'all. There's a lot of different factors that go into it, but I wanted to kind of give you an idea. So if I'm looking at Hans, obviously Hans wins, he's in automatically because he would get to that eighth win. You take care of business, you're good to go. If you lose, I think you're still sitting pretty good. You essentially want fuck all y'all Jags and Saturdays to somehow lose or get a couple of those guys to lose. That's kind of what you're pulling for there. All right. Let's go next to Harambee. Harambee. I, I don't really have a lot of information on Harambee and this is why. So there's a lot of different things that go into Harambee because he has no tiebreakers. He's six, six and one, um, which means that he's either going to finish ahead or behind people. There is no tie-breaking involved. He wins 7-6-1. He's looking pretty good to advance forward. If he loses this weekend 6-7-1, he's still going to have less wins than a lot of people because you think five people with at least, or excuse me, there's four other people that at least have six wins. You think a couple of them are going to win. At least the, the the law of averages would say that. So, Harambe, I don't really have a lot of information on you because it's so wacky um, as far as that's concerned. I, again, I think if you're Harambe, you win, you're in. Let's talk about the two five and eight teams. Rick James um, wins and somehow um, the rest of these lose. Um, uh, he would have the same record as Del Boca Vista. Um, but he does not own the tiebreaker there because he lost uh, to Del Boca Vista. So he does not own the tiebreaker there. However, owns the tiebreaker over Fuck All Y'all um, because he won the fir- first matchup. And then he would own it because that's who you're playing again this week. Am I right on that? That y'all are playing Fuck All Y'all and Rick James? Yeah. So um, he would own a tiebreaker over Fuck All Y'all because of winning this week. So um, Jags. Uh, one there, uh, uh, Jags, uh, Rick James beat Jags, so owns a tiebreaker over Jags. Uh, does not own a tiebreaker over Fig Jam because lost um, head to head both times. If Rick James wins and Curve 
the violent uh, violence wins. Um, Rick James does not own the head to add on that. This is the way I'm seeing it. Um, obviously, Rick James would need to beat fuck all y'all, and then it it appears to me that he needs everyone else to lose. That's uh, Del Boca Vista, Fig Jam, Curve the Violence, and Jags. But again, there are other tiebreakers that kind of get tied up into that. Uh, as far as Curve the Violence is concerned, at five and eight. He split the season record, but had a worst division, a worst division record. So does not own a tiebreaker there. Fuck all y'all split the season record, season series, but worst division record. So doesn't have a tiebreaker there. Jags lost the season series altogether. So no tiebreaker there. Does have a tiebreaker over Fig Jam and does have a tiebreaker over Rick James. You'll see with that, that that's really why Curve the Balance probably, even if he does win, there is a very little chance that he gets into the playoffs. Let's talk about if the Jags win and uh, he ends up tied with some of these other teams. So if he ends up tied with Hans, he owns the head-to-head there. If he ends up tied with Fig, he lost the head-to-head there, so does not have the tiebreaker with Fig. Um, With Fuck All Y'all, he split the season series, but he has a worse division record, so he would not have the um, advantage there. As far as Saturdays is concerned, um, lost the season series to Saturday, so does not have the head-to-head there, or or the tiebreaker there. For Del Del Boca Vista, I can't even say my own name, he split the season series. They have the same division record currently, and the points are only separated by about 40. Del Boca Vista has the advantage in points. So that tiebreaker is down to points, which obviously will come out later on. Uh, this week. All right. Fuck all y'all tiebreakers. If he ends up with the same record as the following. Hans. He beat him head to head. He owns the tiebreaker. Fig. He lost the head to head. So he does not have the tiebreaker there. Del Boca Vista. Owns the head to head. Two games to none. So he would have the head to head over. Fuck all y'all. Or excuse me. Over Del Boca Vista. With the Jags. They, again, as I mentioned, split the head-to-head, but has a better division record. With Saturdays, he split the head-to-head. They have the same division record, but he is behind on points. I talked about that if Saturdays loses, so Saturday would own the head-to-head on that. Um, and this, again, that's why I believe Saturdays and Del Boca Vista on the, on the biggie side are about the only two teams that really have a legit shot at the division. Okay, and I already talked about the Jags. As far as Fig, ti- fig Jam, um, Hans won head-to-head over Hans both times. Um, Del Boca Vista lost head-to-head record, so does not own that tiebreaker. Against the Jags, he won the head-to-head, so he has that tiebreaker. Saturdays, um, he won the first matchup, but we talked about this one already. If he were to win, if Fig were to win the second matchup, oh no, where did my computer go? My computer still okay. I'm still recording. Um, against Saturdays, um, Saturdays would still own the tiebreaker over Fig Jam. And so Fig Jam, a little bit behind the eight ball, even if he does win Fig Jam. Um, and then fuck all y'all, he owns a tiebreaker and head to head. So the way I'm seeing it here is obviously Fig Jam's got to win. He's got to beat Saturdays. Um, but he wants Del Boca Vista to lose um, because he holds a head to head over Hans. But, but if Hans, if Del Boca Vista loses, that means Hans won. So he's behind Hans anyway. 
Um, I, I think he's better if Del Boca Vista loses. Um, I, I think he essentially wants fuck all y'all and Jags to lose as well. The other six and seven teams, I mean, I think that that's kind of obvious. Um, Del Boca Vista finally um, against Saturdays won the season series, so he has the tiebreaker there. Against the Jags, split, um, same division, owns the points. We talked about that already. Against Fuck All Y'all, Del Boca Vista lost the season series. Against Hans, um, 0-1 with the game coming up. Um, And then finally, Fig Jam owns the tiebreaker with Fig. So, y'all can see where this is extremely convoluted. It's a lot of information to go through, and I'm not really even sure what to say. Other than... I think everybody who's playing needs to win. (laughs) And then, um, you know, I think you get, um, there is a scenario. Let me, I forgot to mention this real quick. There is a scenario because this, because remember I mentioned this, that every six and seven, there are no six and seven teams playing each other. That's the wackiest part of all this. That there is, there's no straight up game that is going to pretty much knock somebody out. Every six and seven team is playing someone else with a different style record. Okay, so it is feasible that every seven and seven, that every six and seven team were to win. If that were the case, um. You would have Saturdays at seven and seven. You would have Del Boca Vista at seven and seven. You would have Jags at seven and seven. You would have Fuck All Y'all at seven and seven. You would have King Singus King at ten three and one. You would have Hans at seven and seven. You would have Fig Jam at seven and seven. You would have Rick James at um, five and nine. The question mark here is Curb the Violence versus Harambe. That is a wild card game. As I now. Um, um, if if Harambe were to win, he would be seven six and one, and he would be ahead of every seven and seven team, and he would be good to go. That means that a bunch of seven and seven teams there there are multiple tiebreakers that the computer system will have to hash out. Um, if you know, so there is a scenario that this happens. And, you know, if Harambe were to lose, he would be at 6-7-1, and one, and he would be out if all these other teams won because he would have be sitting there at six wins. And essentially that means Curve the Violence, Rick James, Harambe, and then one other 7-7 seven and seven team would not be in, and that would be due to these multiple tiebreakers. Um, I, I can't tell you, I, I, I can tell you as far as check marks is concerned, I see Hans owning two uh, tiebreakers and not having three. I see, um, I see, um, Curve the Violets having two tiebreakers, check mark, and three with X's. Um, Rick James, I see two tiebreaker advantages, three X's. Fuck all y'all. I see. Three tiebreaker advantages, two X's. Jags, I see one tiebreaker advantage, three X's, and then the one that is up in the air because of the points with Del Boca Vista. Fig Jam, I see, has three 
tiebreaker advantages and two X's. And I see Del Boca Vista with two current tiebreaker advantages, one that's the question mark with the points with the Jags, and two X's. So, and, and really, this is reflective of the playoff percentages that ESPN has posted. They're saying Sing is King, Hans, Harambi, Saturdays, Del Boca Vista, and God H. Jags, that those are the six teams that have the best chance of getting in because of the tiebreaker scenarios. Okay, 23 minutes. I'm sorry, guys. I just wanted to try and give you as much information as I could. Mm-hmm.